0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: God bless football, Billy. God bless football, Stigatz. You got, you got some energy about you today, and you're, you're a bit all over the place.
2: I, you know what? I, because I have a few questions for you, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm watching Al Roker sprinting around the plaza, and he is a desperate, he is not even winded. And I'm wondering, Al Roker's in better shape
1: than I am. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, it, I mean, probably me too. I don't think he's in better shape than you are. I mean, he's also kind of crazy, right? Because he still goes out for like hurricanes and stuff, which seems like unnecessary when you're Al Roker. Like that was Al. Like, I'd just be focusing on the parades and and that's about it. Who is Al Roker? Like,
2: is he a weatherman that's crossed over to a newsman? Is he a celebrity? because, I mean stay in your lane your lane is weathered it seems like he's trying to cross
1: over al roker i'm with you i mean if we're going to be about science <laughs> and weather let's wow. stick to science and weather not celebrity you know <laughs> but you know there's, right. there's a couple scientists that, that you know are trying to go you Neil know, degrasse tyson don't get me started but there's a couple people you know that it's like let's just stick to weather you know who i like jim who? cantori you know jim I, yep. cantori from the weather channel it- Jim Cantore knows exactly what his lane is, Mm -hmm. and he stays right in that lane. Exactly. He goes every time there's a big storm. He says, you know what? I got to be there. Al's been doing that, too, but Jim Cantore didn't take any days off. Strolls into town right in the eye of this whatever hurricane it is. Goes to a Dick's Sporting Goods, buys a batting helmet, puts it on his head, and he's out there.
2: And he's digging in
1: Like, he's digging Mm -hmm. his feet into the trenches, you know. Buys a chain, straps himself to a building. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do this outside. It's like, Jim, we don't need to be doing that. But
2: God bless him. Jim, there are 175 mile per hour winds out there. I'm going to do it outside.
1: Yeah. Okay, Jim, yeah. we're probably going to lose power. We're not going to have a cameraman. You're going to be underwater. He's like, I'm sticking outside. Okay, thank you, Jim. With a baseball helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him with a helmet on. You have it? He, no, the last, no. last hurricane season, he was wearing a batting helmet that he bought at the sporting good store. No way. I swear it was the strangest thing god bless Kentori. yeah <laughs> but why a batting helmet i mean I'm, i guess he was afraid of projectiles flying and hitting him in the i don't know but how
2: about a football helmet i mean it seems well then you have microphone issues you know
1: i don't i can't, i can't get in jim Kentori's head nothing can because of the helmet
2: you're right <laughs> not even a hurricane yeah you are uh you are the 100%. jets huh yeah, before I get to that, can I tell you something else I saw this morning? <laughs> sure. I'm all over the place, Billy. Yeah. In the span of four minutes, I saw Dan Graziano on KJ&M, and, and then they went to commercial break. And so I flipped over to get up, and who was there? I'm guessing Dan- it's Graziano. It, it was a good guess, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went to commercial so I flipped over to Sage Steel and Sports Center, mm. and who was there?
1: I don't know who.
2: It was it was Dan Graziano. Wow! <laughs> Four minutes, three shows.
1: Graziano. I remember, I remember
2: those days. Yeah, you miss him. <laughs> Oh, it was a rush. I mean, yeah. Really, yeah, it was a rush. You know, you do a little Mike and Mike, and then you go over to a little first take, and then you do mm-hmm. our show. It was a real rush, you know? I never did
1: first take. I that. was going to say, I don't remember that <laughs> happening, but I'm not going to call you out on that. That's fine.
2: All right. Uh, Billy, do the Jets have three quarterbacks? <laughs> they have four quarterbacks. What do you mean?
1: They have Zach Wilson. Yeah. They have Mike White. I actually don't know if we have a quarterback in Zach Wilson. <laughs> well, that's the question mark now. I know more about Mike White. Anyway, who are three and four? Well, you have Josh Johnson, obviously, and Flacco. Flacco looked handsome on the sidelines mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jet, the Jets
2: had Joe Flacco, okay? They were criticized for not having a veteran backup for Zach Wilson this year. They got rid of Flacco because of Mike White. Mike White was, again, started off really, really good last night and then got injured. We'll talk about that in just a second. But they got Flacco. They traded for Flacco when Zach Wilson got hurt, okay? They gave up a six-round pick. It could become a fifth-round conditional pick. And Flacco's sitting there in street clothes last night. Now, he looks good in street clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that man was the best-looking guy in the building last night.
1: I don't know about that. I have some notes that we can get to later. Oh,
2: really? Hold on. Yeah. Very exciting. Okay, but regardless, we digress. The Jets could have just re-signed Joe Flacco. They did it. They gave up a six-round pick, and now Joe Flacco is so far away from being on the field as the Jets quarterback. It's absurd. I was excited last night to sit down and to see if Mike White could potentially be the Jets' quarterback moving forward, I was super excited about it. The Colts got off to a seven-nothing lead. The Jets tied it up at seven on a big Mike White, uh, Mike White touchdown pass. Yeah. And I was excited to see the rest of the game. And then he goes out with some mysterious arm injury, and we may never uh, never see him again because by the time he gets back, Zach Wilson may be back. And the happiest person in that quarterback room. Last night was Zach Wilson. I mean, he was rooting for a Mike White injury, and he got it. I don't care what anyone tells me. I,
1: mean, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs>
1: Is it. Carson Wentz good? I think so, but I don't know. <laughs> God bless football, Billy. God bless football. <laughs> By the way, do you want to compete against us in fantasy? Boom, dkng.co slash Last week, my worst week yet. I finished 930-something really? place. It was not a good week for me.
2: How many contestants?
1: A uh, thousand, yeah. And where did you finish? I finished 930-something or 940-something out of a 1,000. It wasn't good. dkng.co slash You can compete against us in fantasy. You were actually looking like top 10 at one point. I think you ended up finishing like 13th or 14th or something like that. Was that high enough to get
2: to get any money? Yeah, no you got idea. paid.
1: You got something.
2: I did. Nice. Yeah, I, w- I was top ten. I think it was as high as fifth place at some point last week. It was crazy.
1: I, I think you might be making that up, but that's fine. It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? You to be in the top ten. What, th- like once you announce that I'm in the top ten, what's the stretch of me being in fifth place? I well, mean, that's seriously. the thing is
1: that I feel like it's not a necessary thing for you to say, I think because I was letting you know, like, hey, so you guys are doing really well, you're like in the top ten. And the only reason I knew is because this is what happens. When I see how poorly I'm doing and how many points I have, I say, let me go all the way to the top to see what the person at the top has scored and how far off I am. Because maybe this is just one of those things that everybody's like within 20 points of each other. Not the case. I was outscored by like 100 points or something like that. It was not good. It was not good. All right, I think I was as high as third place. Actually, at yeah, that I think so too. Yeah, yeah, now that I think about it too, yeah, probably. Um, do you think Carson Wentz is good? I I, I almost took him last week. So did I was, I. And and here's the thing, I I was like, I can't because the week before I finished in like 800 something place, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This is embarrassing. I can't come on here every week and tell people to play against us in fantasy and keep doing this. So I need to have a new strategy. I looked at my roster four or five times at least over a span of days. And then I thought, like, I'm so smart. We talked to Chris Gronkowski. I know that Gronk's coming back. He's going to score two tutties, two little ones from from Tommy. He's going to toss him some just to get him some points, get him right back in the swing of things. Got me a big zero points, I believe. And then everyone else in my strategy also failed me, and I I did even worse. I'm going to talk to Chris Sims. God bless uh, football, Billy.
2: We understand that it was Big birthday. Was it yesterday
3: birthday? Yeah, Big birthday, sixty-six years old. Big one wow. Yeah. Punch wow. him in the yeah. face.
4: Punch <laughs> him in the face.
3: By the way, if the
2: audience is wondering who Big is, it's uh Chris's dad.
3: <laughs> yeah. AKA Phil Sims, right. And that is Touch him, him in coming the face. in there saying punch him in the face That's <laughs> so good wait how'd you, uh, love you, guys, it. How'd you celebrate did you do anything I, I, Wednesdays are too busy for me to make the trek over to New Jersey and do that so we, we we got him a good gift and then we FaceTimed him later on in the day and you know he said hi to the kids and the wife and all that but oh, that's uh, nice
2: that's nice yeah yeah yeah
3: <laughs> yeah that's it that's all we did for him is we he going to shop gift, for though very hard very hard like my dad's the king of walking to my house right seeing one of my cool pair of nike sneakers I'm going whoa what, wow whoa wow let me try them on let me try them on and then he tries them on and he and he called oh, oh my gosh these must be the best sneakers i've ever had in my life these are amazing what are they and then we get them for him. And he wears them for, like, a day, and he's like, oh, they're too hard on my feet. I, I just can't do it. And you're like, you are some diva. I'll tell you what. So this time, we he's very hard to get gifts for. So this time, my wife, who's a great gift giver, got him, like, you know, my dad is, like, he's the guy that's, like, he eats two breakfasts a day, two lunches a day. And then he's like, oh, I'm, I, mean, I don't know what's wrong with me, Diana. Diana, I'm still hungry. That's how he talks to my wife, my mom. Diana, I'm still hungry. And we're like, yeah, no shit. It never ends. So she got him like all these, you know, different nuts and berries and all these like healthy snacks that he likes. And he loved it. Like he loved, he was literally when we FaceTimed him, he was digging his hand in there and shoving them in his mouth as we were talking to him. But I love his passive aggressive
2: way of telling you what it is that he wants. Just uh, trying your just trying to on.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's he's the king of it. It's unreal. I probably have bought him 10 like 10 sneakers through the last four or five years. And once he gets them, he doesn't like them anymore. He loves them when I'm wearing them, of but course. when he gets them, he doesn't like them
2: anymore. What's the best gift he's ever gotten you? Oh man. Is he good at gifts? I
1: wonder. <laughs> Is he <laughs> picking them out? He, I, I don't, he think has
3: he his, every now and then he will pick them out. He's like, gotten me like a few good, like casual, like nice raincoat or like a nice winter spring coat to throw over your clothes. He's, that's where he can be thoughtful or like some dress shoes. He has done that before, or he can just be like, Oh shit. It's your birthday tomorrow. Oh shit oh and then he just writes a check out and puts (laughs) it in my card like i love you a lot son here's a big check (laughs) does
2: he sign a big (laughs) no he
3: doesn't he doesn't he is famous (laughs) in our family though for giving cards out to the family and writing phil sims on it like we didn't know who he was he's pretty famous with that i
2: love that (laughs) speaking of big Let's start with dads, okay? Because Odell's yeah. dad uh, did an illustration. I'm wondering, would Big f- ever do that embarrasses Never. <laughs> I like that. Never. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. <laughs> what would you make of that situation? Well, what do you make of the situation with Odell uh, in its entirety? What do you make of that? Well,
3: well, we discussed this a little few weeks ago, right, when we talked about, like, some of the plays that I've even broken down on my Chris Sims Unbutton podcast where I go, man, I mean, he's open. He's open everywhere. I yeah. know these plays. I know the reads. I don't understand it. So I've been questioning it, you know, for quite some time here. It is odd. I I understand him being at his wits end here in Cleveland. You know, again, these aren't doctors and lawyers. They can't do it until they're 67 years old. You only got a short time in your NFL career. It's a cutthroat business. It is. And, you know, for some reason, the fan base usually is okay with the owner and the coaches being cut through with, with the players. But when the players turn it around on the organization, everyone's like, whoa, he's a douchebag. What an asshole he is. And you know, that that's not the case. I understand him wanting to get out there, get out of there. It, it's not working. There's obviously an issue. You know, I, I don't know what that issue is. You know, at first I thought, like, wow, why didn't he do this a week earlier so he could get a trade market going and maybe get traded? But After yesterday, I went, oh, that's kind of genius that he did it yesterday. I don't know if it was intended, but Uh I'm guessing him and his representation knew that nobody was going to trade and take his current contract. So he does this, and you know, by all accounts, I would be shocked if he's on the roster or on their team. I mean, I know he's been excused, but there's nowhere to go with Cleveland in this right now. I would think at some point he gets cut, and he's going to go sign with – you know, one of these teams that needs some offensive firepower that are, are a contender in the NFL.
2: Unbuttoned Podcast, yeah. check them out right there. PFT with Mike Florio, uh, Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football. Uh, Chris Sims with us on God Bless Football every single week. Where would you go? So if they work it out, he's released, he has, and you're right, if that was the case, that's a genius move by Odell. Right. He gets to select the team that he wants to go to. So, where, if you're Odell Beckham Jr. and you're trying to accomplish two things one, resurrect your, your career and your reputation, and two, win, where would you right. go, Chris?
3: Yeah. Where well, would you I, yeah, I got, I got some t- teams for you here. I mean, the first one I would look at, I mean, are the Packers. You know, even though, you know, Johnny COVID's playing quarterback right now, that's <laughs> we'll still. <laughs> yeah, that's still a hot spot there. I mean, no doubt about that. And, you know, again, they need him. To me, again, you can't rely on we're just going to execute. And like you saw last week, wait for the other team to drop a punt or do something. That that it's just not going to win and get you through the playoffs and get you to the Super Bowl. So I do think they need one more guy. And, of course, I think he would fit in up there. The Chiefs certainly a part of that conversation. No doubt about that. You know, they're another one. Yeah, the offense is struggling. We know that. But I still feel like Mahomes and company will come around. And they're a passing football team. And I think if he made that move, there's probably a future there, too. So that's another one. The Raiders, you know, especially with the Henry Ruggs situation, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, And Buffalo, I think those are probably the four teams that jump out to me more than anything. Buffalo needs another guy, too. You know, I know it looks like on a weekly basis they're putting up big points. They're, it's not as easy as it looks at times. You know, even last week, you guys saw the game playing Miami. It wasn't pretty. And, you know, as I've said before, Cole Beasley's good, but he's not special. And there's a reason Emmanuel Sanders is on his third team in three years. So, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen alone with no running game, to me, is, is not going to win them the Super Bowl either. And that's where I think Odell would make a lot of sense as well.
4: We're talking about Odell, but what, what is Odell now? I mean, we're still looking at him back from his first yeah. few years
3: with the Giants, and every year after that, it just seems to be all hype. What What is he now? Well, I know. I mean, we don't know because, you know, Cleveland's done a horrible job of kind of indoctrinating him into the offense. You know, we did see last year before he got hurt, they were using him a little. He still can go around the field for a reverse and run around like the roadrunner and go for 55-yard touchdowns. You know, He's still really explosive when I watch film. I mean, still in the conversation for one of the five most explosive receivers in football. He is when I look at him. You know, you're not going to cover him man-to-man. He's a great route runner to go on top of that. But, yeah, Mike, I mean, listen, I understand that question totally. But I always kind of equate it to this. As a receiver, there is a rhythm to the game and getting into a rhythm. You know, Golden State doesn't just pass Steph Curry late in the fourth quarter and go, Now make the three pointer. We need it. No, even Steph Curry needs a few jump shots and a few shots to kind of get in the zone. And that's where it's kind of been all over the place too. I know he's dropped a few passes. I understand that, but you know, some of the times he drops the passes, he hasn't had a ball in three quarters or, you know, so he's excited and he wants to run before he catches it or the ball's late and not properly thrown. Um, I, I guess what I'm saying, Mike, is I still think I have a lot of hope that he could be one of the top receivers of football once again.
2: All right. So uh, Johnny COVID, as you called him <laughs> earlier, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers um, tested positive for COVID. I think everyone was operating under the assumption that he, uh, you know, he was vaccinated. Um, he lent his voice to it when asked about it. Uh, in August. A little sneaky how he kind of snuck it in and danced. Very sneaky. I think that's what people are feeling today, Chris. I I think think a lot of people who root for him, who are fans of Aaron Rodgers, and certainly everyone respects what it is he can do on a football field. How could you not just watch him? But I I feel like a lot of fans, media members, people just feel betrayed because they feel like Aaron
3: lied to him. I think so too. I I, I mean, listen, that's the way I feel to a degree. You know, the one thing I love about Aaron Rodgers is he's usually extremely honest and candid and really lets you in on some deep thoughts he has. And you go, wow. I mean, what an answer, you know, quarterbacks are, you know, sometimes afraid to give the type of answers Aaron Rodgers gives. I mean, most of them are. So I've always respected that about him. So yeah, I didn't appreciate, you know, the sneaky, sneaky aspect of, you know, I've been immunized or I've been caffeinized, uh, you know, anything like that. No, <laughs> I, I didn't like that. But I mean, again, and, and and you know, I, I guess where I come on this is just a little bit of like, I, I didn't really want to get the vaccine for COVID. I didn't. I mean, full transparency, I did not want to do it. I did mm-hmm. it for mankind. I did it because I didn't want to have the guilty conscience of somebody else getting sick because of me. And I did it because, I, I want to compete at my own job and be great at it and always be there and d- not have somebody have a chance. Cause I missed two weeks. And now somebody fills in and they go, damn, he's pretty good. Let's use him on the show more. So that's why I did it. I think where I'm more disappointed is like the whole off season was, they don't do anything to help Aaron Rodgers win games. They never do anything to help him win the super bowl, you know, which is a real argument. He's got two legs to stand on in that argument always, but then you're not going to do what it takes, you know, to get to the Super Bowl and jeopardize everything here just for this. I mean, to where I just look at this and go, if they lose this week and then he can't be eligible to the day before the Seahawks game, you know, next week, and if they lost that and they go seven and three and it costs them the number one seed at the playoffs and a first round
4: he'll
3: he'll never hear the end of it. He'll never hear the end of it, and that's where I'm just shocked that he kind of risked Super Bowl chances and, and the chance, you know, of their team to be really, really elite and special uh, because of this. I, I'm a little shocked and disappointed with that. I so really am. Am. So am I. I can't say more than that.
2: Yeah. With that with that said, it's still a very good offense. With good, with good skill position players, Devontae Adams comes back. Jordan Love's a huge opportunity here, Sim. So what do you expect uh, from Jordan Love against the Chiefs?
3: Well, listen, Jordan Love, if the guys are open, I think he's going to hit it. I mean, I'm not like I, – I, I'm excited to see what he has too. I mean, there is talent there. It's raw. Uh, and, and that's why he didn't dress for a game last year. You know, it's very raw that way. But in the preseason, in the limited time that he did play, he looked pretty good. Ball comes out of his hand clean. The one thing we talk about Green Bay and Lafleur, like, don't manage the game the right way. They will. Right. But my thing is, like, this is where, you know, they're going to hurt Rodgers because Rodgers manages the game at the line of scrimmage and in the huddle so much. And that's where they're going to lose a huge aspect of their game. You know, yeah, he might have some check with me. You're supposed to run here, but there's a lot of guys over there, so let's run over here. But Aaron Rodgers is like, hey, we we're going to run over here, but I talked about four all week. If we get that little heavy over there, I'm going to check to some other play altogether that's going to screw them over and really take control of this game. And that's, to me, what they're going to miss about Rodgers is his ability to get the team in the right play against the right defense every time. That's where he's amazing. So what he did last week, even though he didn't play his best, he was patient, he knew they were undermanned, and he just went, okay, run the ball, oh, okay, play action pass, okay, quick three-step pass, let me get out of my hands. They're going to miss that aspect. And the Chiefs' defense has been a little bit better lately. I don't think Green Bay is going to just be able to sit there and rely on the run game. I'm
2: wondering, Chris, from a team standpoint, when your best player and maybe the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, when he does right. – like, like, how is all of this going to go over – in the locker room? Is he so great where he can overcome what it will do to his locker room because they know how badly they need him? Or do you
3: imagine those guys are pretty upset right now with everything? Well, room? they're probably upset. I mean, I'm sure some of them are just like, why? Why'd he risk this? What, what, what was the point? You know, I mean, yeah, it, it could be, it could cost them in the end game. But I don't think it's going to be an issue. First off, I, you know, from everything I know and people I know up there in Green Bay, he's very liked within the players and the coaches in the locker room. So he does that, have that for him. And in the locker room, there's a hierarchy. There is. I mean, play on the field and the check you get in your locker every Tuesday say a lot. And you kind of know, like, not to mess with the king of the locker room. And he's the right. king of that locker room. That's for sure. So I don't think he's going to have any issue there. Obviously, there's a group of guys there on that team that have not been vaccinated either. I mean, we, we can see that with Devontae Adams just coming back now. You know, some other guys as well. Where we know, and uh, I, I don't think it'll be an issue. I don't think it's going to upset the locker room, other than that you know, guys are going to be disappointed he missed, especially the vaccinated guys are just going to be like, damn, why would he risk this?
1: It also seemed like everybody in the Packers organization knew, or at least a large part of the organization knew, and they just weren't saying anything about it. You know, like it didn't seem like it was pro- Lafleur knew, people knew, they just weren't the NFL on knew, it. Billy. NFL. yeah that
3: Billy, that just shows you how much he is the king of the mm-hmm. organization right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got some mid level lower level quarterback. I think somebody would have tattletailed on his ass to the media or somebody to be like, hey, especially
1: after coming out the way that he did in August, they would have been like, Wait, I a know, minute.
3: but I know, but he is the freaking man, and they know who the man is up there. That's why I think he is the greatest quarterback of all time because it's it's not the greatest support system, and it's every year we think Green Bay and aaron Rodgers are su- Super Bowl contender, you know but Uh, I I know. And, and listen to your point, Billy, I mean, it looks like, you know, the green Bay Packers skirted some rules that the NFL put in place too. And I'll be interested to see what, you know, what happens to them uh, when the, when this process kind of gets figured out. All
2: right. Chris Sims on button podcast PFT with Mike Florio football night in America, Sunday night uh, game of the week, Uh, new Orleans saints. I felt so bad for, for Jameis Winston, man. I really did. Oh. Uh, Oh, terrible. Um, And I don't know what they do moving forward. Maybe – well, what do you think they should do moving forward? Should they just stick with Trevor Simeon for now?
3: No, play Taysom Hill. You know, I I think so. They went 4-1 and with him last year and Mm -hmm. lost a game that they kind of got caught off guard by the new Jalen Hurts offense in in Philadelphia. You know, I I always thought Taysom Hill would be the quarterback to start the season anyways. I think you and – we've all had that conversation early on because I thought – You know, hey, the receivers are new. There's no Michael Thomas. So Taysom Hill can do some quarterback runs. He's got a strong arm. If things do break down in the pass game, he can scramble and make plays that way. You know, but everybody was like, well, then you lose him at fullback and tight end and slot receiver. Well, it wasn't that special when he was doing that stuff. So I I would play him at quarterback. I think he adds an element to that offense that they need. They're not going to be able to just manage the game and be run the ball and win- and go through the playoffs that way. They need some playmaking ability. Their defense is a Super Bowl type defense, as you saw last week. So I I would say go Taysom Hill. You're paying them sixteen million dollars a year. You're not paying them sixteen million dollars a year to be an H back.
2: Go play him a quarterback. The uh, the Titans lost maybe the most valuable player in the NFL. Considering what it is they want to do offensively, he's so valuable to that team. Is Tannehill good enough to get this team to the
3: playoffs? I, I guess. I, I, to me, it's not a Tannehill question. That, okay. That's that's where, yeah, it's a Todd Downing offensive coordinator question. That's, to good. me, what I want to see. If, if you get people open and have creative designs, Tannehill's smart and he's a really high-level thrower of the football. He'll go to the right place. The statistics bear out. He's one of the best downfield throwers in all of football the last few years. You know, so to me, it's the one thing I still question about Tennessee, even if they had Derrick Henry. I was still going, man, if they don't have him, can their drop back pass offense kind of stand alone and help them win games? So that's the thing I'll be watching on Sunday night versus the Rams. You know, I, I, they'll still stay patient with the run, they have a great play-action pass game. That's where they get a lot of the yards and plays to A.J. Brown. But, yes, there's going to have to be a little bit more of an element with just pure drop back now. And that's where I want to just – I'll give you a better answer next week or the week after when okay. we talk about this, it. just to tell you what the offense looks like. But I don't doubt Tannehill at all, at all. I have no questions about him. It's just can they deliver some plays and things and be creative to kind of – to help him out and AJ Brown out and, and and Julio Jones when he does get healthy.
2: Unbuttoned podcast, PFT with Mike Florio, Football Night in America every week right here on God Bless Football. Enjoy your weekend, my friend.
3: Thanks, guys. See you. Always Bye. fun. Always fun. Enjoy always, it. Peace always out.
2: Fun. Talk to you, buddy. See ya. It is time for this week's edition of Studio Gots. Every week, I pick five. Got them five games in college football. Five games in the NFL. All lines courtesy of our friends at DraftKings. I am on fire. I'm not certain if Billy's keeping track. I'm going to check on it this weekend. But I'm on fire. But Billy told me to get through these quickly, so I'll get through them quickly. Week 10, college football. Missouri plus 38 and a half at Georgia. Georgia ain't beating anyone by 38 and a half points. In fact, when they play Alabama, Alabama might beat them by 38 and a half points. How about that? Missouri, they lose the game by four touchdowns. They still cover. Why? They're getting 38 and a half points. Ohio State, they get it. They understand what the committee wants. What they want is style points. Ohio State, they lead the country in style points. They get it done at Nebraska this weekend. Ohio State, minus 14 and a half. They win the game by four touchdowns. Wake Forest, the Deeks, undefeated out of the ACC. Take it on UNC, they're on the road. Wake Forest, minus two and a half, they win by a touchdown. Miami found themselves a quarterback over the weekend, or last weekend, the last two weekends. Doesn't matter when they found it, they found themselves a quarterback. They take on Georgia Tech, who's never found a quarterback. Miami wins by 17 points, they're minus 10. Texas A&M, minus four and a half at home against Auburn. The Aggies, they beat Alabama, that means they're good. They win by 10 points. Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy and them boys at West Virginia, minus three and a half. Oklahoma State's really good, defense is really good. Oklahoma State wins by 10 points. Oregon, the Ducks, they need style points. They're at Washington, they're minus seven. They win by 21 points minnesota sneaky good team can't name their coach i can't name a single player on that team but they're sneaky good they take on illinois the fighting illini minnesota minus 14 they win by 21 points at home if all of that fails all those games have to lose in order for you to take hawaii plus seven and a half at midnight uh, at home it's an unofficial pick it's just in case all these picks lose let's go to nfl week nine man am i on fire in the nfl Week 9 in the NFL, we're already at week 9. I'm not getting through these quick enough. I have to go faster. Bengals, minus 2.5 at home against the Browns. Joe Burrow bounces back. The Bengals win by 10 points at home. Raiders, by 10 points on the road over the Giants. They're minus 3. Bills, minus 14.5 at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's no good. The Bills might be the best team in the league. They win by 21 points. The Bills do. They cover Chargers, minus two at the Eagles. Chargers by seven points. Rams by 14 points over Tennessee without Terrick Henry. Rams at home, minus seven and a half. The Ravens off a bye week. Very good record against the spread off the bye week. I will tell you what that record is, but I don't know it. My dog's very excited about it. The Ravens win by 10 points over the Minnesota Vikings. And finally, the Chicago Bears against the Steelers. Steelers, minus six. Steelers will win the game, but they ain't beating anyone by a touchdown. (laughs) They're going to win by three points, which means the Bears cover. Those are the picks for this week. I am going undefeated, everyone. Good luck.
0: Whenever you see this face, it's happening. Uh, I'm I'm not feeling great about my number nine, fellas. Oh, for Christ's sake.
4: You at least only have one number nine this time. Is this ranking you're going to do... The next one from the one you guys did with me, yeah. did you do it? Okay, all right.
1: Lost my mouse.
4: I, ah, a mouse. I have two mouses on my screened-in porch. <laughs> How do
1: you handle a mouse situation? Are you ah, fine with them? He a kills them with his bare hands. A little
4: mouse I, trap. I, I'd rather not have them there. I, I don't mind so much, but the wife minds, which means I got to get rid of them. Uh, they're cute little mice. Oh, you no. Know? Yes. Uh, but I'll probably have to put a trap I'd rather catch them and release them but mm. you know what I- I'm probably gonna have to put a trap out there and you know maybe they'll get lucky and only have their tail snapped mm-hmm. off or something and I can still release them and it can grow back I don't Do know, they have honestly. names did you name I'm like a lizard though so I, uh, I have not Mickey no. I have name I-, I guess I would go Mickey and Minnie if I had yeah. to mm. right because I'm fine with the mice if they were rats it'd be a different story but they're yeah. cute little mice and my dogs I like set my dogs out there and said go on guys you know Take care of some business, and they don't do a damn thing.
1: No. During Halloween,
0: let's say from Halloween and from a week after, what is the longest period of time you guys go without eating candy? Because it's a dangerous week for me. Like I don't I don't,
2: I don't, I don't go more than like forty-eight hours without eating candy. Oh,
4: me too. 40 some kind of hours. Sweet. Oh my yeah. god!
0: I, every no, like I love, two hours. Like I, I don't go two hours without eating a piece of
4: candy. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I do something something sweet every day. I'm a chocolate freak. Chris and I were at uh, in Hawaii one time, and there was you know, a spa where? there, and they said there was a a massage that used chocolate sauce. Mm. And I thought this is my Valhalla. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lay there. Somebody's gonna pour chocolate sauce on, rub it into my body, and and I, it's gonna be the greatest thing of all time. It turned out it was like a. Uh, an abrasive chocolate cocoa or whatever, and it was like an exfoliation. And I hated it. I Mm. hate it. I don't like exfoliation. (laughs) I was like, go get some Hershey sauce, dump it on my body, and rub me down. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. good.
1: Isn't there a chocolate hotel in Hershey, Pennsylvania? Have you ever been to that?
4: I've been to Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania twice, and yes, there is. Mm-hmm. It is a phenomenal place. You know how the Double Trees give you the cookies? Yeah, the
1: cookies, ah, oh, the Love best.
0: Them. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, but it's I, what I, I, what I ch- miss most about ESPN, Same I checked.
4: Year. I checked into the hotel. I was just at a golf tournament there a few months ago, and I got two Hershey bars wow. when I checked in. Mike, you'll appreciate this. Uh, my son's coach. He said he used to work for Hershey. And he said, what you've got to have is the Reese's right off the line. He said, when you buy them in the store, they're at least eight weeks old. He says, it's completely different if you get them fresh off the line.
2: Wow!
4: He said, the peanut butter is actually like soft, like like, like they spread it in there.
2: But, Mikey, I don't mind my Reese's a little bit melted, to be honest with you. No, it's not melted. It's not melted. No,
4: no. It's it's more fresh. More fresh, right? Wow.
2: Yeah. Uh, That sounds good. Fresh is overrated sometimes, though. Well, okay. What? I'm just, I, you know, I like things to sit around for a little bit. Chris agrees; he knows what I'm
0: talking about. Yeah. I'm trying to find the thing. I'm trying to be with you. I'm trying to find well, the thing that I really. Are like. you
2: are you telling me at times pizza out of the oven is great, but sometimes if you let pizza just sit around a little bit and then eat it an hour later, sometimes it's better.
4: Mm. I agree, no. with, that. I agree with that. I Thank agree with that. I agree with that. The next morning when I was hungover, right. and I would grab a piece of cold pizza and it did the trick.
1: But out of the okay. fridge. <laughs>
4: Um, if I had time to put it in the fridge, most mm-hmm. of the time it just sat on the counter. So, God mm-hmm. knows how bad it might have been. Would
1: you ever eat a piece of pizza if it had an ant on it? Like, how many an ants ant? would have to be on a piece an ant? of pizza? Oh, yeah, before yeah, you didn't was. eat it. Yeah. Like, how many right. ants do you think you've consumed on food in your lifetime? Oh, plenty. Yeah. yeah.
4: And it doesn't bug me one bit. To
1: put... Two dozen, at least.
4: Oh, nope. 200 dozen. Oh, see what buggy. he did there. I See what you did there.
2: <laughs> Doesn't bug me one bit. He didn't mean to do it. He stumbled into a very funny joke.
4: <laughs> I planned. I planned it all along,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. We will get to our uh, BCS standings. Okay. Uh, me, me, Billy, and Chris met for hours last night. Oh. Uh, we God. take this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We take this very seriously. Yeah. Uh, we will get to them. The uh, I guess if you want to call it the real committee. Uh, they got together, and they came up with their rankings. And Cincinnati, and Mike, you've been saying this all year that Cincinnati really doesn't have a shot of making it to the college football playoff. Now they have no shot. Uh, they came in not in the top four, not number five. They came in at number six, Cincinnati. They're undefeated. They beat Notre Dame on the road. Uh, one of the best victories all year by any school. I would say that and maybe Oregon. Oregon, uh, yeah. Yeah, over Ohio State at the, uh, at the horseshoe. Uh, so, your thoughts as they unveiled. Now, it's the first one, Mike, and people get all <laughs> bent out of shape about a million different things, but. Cincinnati ain't getting in. The committee made it loud and clear, hey, Cincinnati, you are not getting in.
4: The the first one is the first one, and some people say, well, don't worry about it. And you can say it with respect to, like, Michigan State, Ohio State, because they're playing one another. Georgia and Alabama are playing one another. And let me just say right now, unless all hell break, breaks loose, if Georgia beats Alabama and Alabama has two losses, they are out. They are not getting in with two losses. Again, unless other schools have two losses, all hell would have to break loose. Now, The one thing you can tell is where they put Cincinnati. That committee basically said, nope, not happening anytime soon until there's an expansion in the playoffs is a group of five getting in. What they're saying to Cincinnati is, because Cincinnati has played their toughest team in Notre Dame, the, uh, the committee put Notre Dame at 10, they have only one loss and they'll probably run the table, and they are still saying, nope, not good enough. Understand, Cincinnati's... I think strength of schedule is behind Wake Forests, who was undefeated and sitting at what number eight, I think, or nine. I think they're We're very
0: forward. close. I think they're yeah. two yeah. spots away from they, each They area. are. They're two spots. Schedule. They're. Yeah. They're.
4: I think they're eighty-eight to ninety, right in that area there. So basically, what the committee said to Cincinnati is, you have no shot to get on to get in on what you've done, or we put they have put them in the top four, the only way you're going to get in is if there's hell breaks loose in front of you, which means who drops out? If Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC title game, they're going to be out. Does Michigan State get dumped by Ohio State? Now they can replace one another, that's the thing. There's going to be a Big Ten school in there, and then will Oregon lose? Will Oregon lose to Oregon State, or will they lose in the Pac-12 championship game and have two losses? And then Would they jump somebody over Cincinnati. But that's the only way Cincinnati's getting in. Cincinnati is undefeated, and they have to hope shit happens in front of them, mainly Alabama losing, because if Alabama beats Georgia, they're both in. I don't care if it's a blowout or not. They're both in. But Cincinnati needs the teams in front of them to get to two losses because the committee said, sorry, not happening.
0: And they need Notre Dame to win out. They yeah, have they to have yeah. Notre yeah. Dame yes. be eleven and yep. one, or else yep. they have they need a bunch of losses and they need Notre Dame to win out. Yeah, I mean, which, which looks likely. Which looks like well,
4: it, it does look likely, but yeah, this was nice. the year if so. if there was gonna be a perfect storm, it was kind of lining up for Cincinnati because they beat one of the teams that was in the playoffs last year in Notre Dame. Clemson's out of the mix. Alabama already has one loss, so they're on the verge of getting knocked out with two losses. Ohio State already has a loss. So this could have been the perfect storm. And, I mean, week one, week one, the committee just shit on them and said, nope, <laughs> not happening, guys. Man. And I would love to see Cincinnati in there. Mike, but you say
2: the Big Ten will get one team in. I can envision a scenario. Michigan State plays Ohio State in a couple of weeks. Michigan State loses, so they have a loss They're out. Okay. Right. Ohio State still has to play Michigan. Ohio State could lose that game. That would give them two losses. That would get them out perhaps that puts Michigan in although I think Michigan will lose My larger point is none of the teams of the big Ten are very good at least in my opinion and I can envision a scenario where no big Ten schools make it to the to the college football playoffs.
4: The only way that would happen is if they all have two losses because you may not think they're very good, but the committee put one of them at three and one of them at five. That's right. all that matters. It only matters and one of these days when I'm done with this with all this being in this you know in the media, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be on this committee. I, I, I promise you. I'm gonna get on this committee, as <laughs> I want to be on this committee. But they have basically, while they said, Cincy, you're not. you have. You have a long shot to get in. They have basically put uh, the Big Ten schools at three and five. So, if if there is a Big Ten champ that has a loss, I think that that Big Ten school is going to get in. But two losses, you're right. They're going to be out. No two-loss team unless everybody starts getting two losses, and that's all we have left. Other than that, they're not getting in. So if there's a one-loss Big Ten champ, I think that team's going to get in.
2: Uh, Mike, any other issues? Like you say Alabama, if they lose to Georgia, they won't get in. No. And me and Dan spent the day saying if Alabama does lose, they will get in, especially nope. – if it's a, we'll explain that because the committee put them at number two, Mike.
4: They, they did, they did, and and that what they're doing is they're giving Alabama every single chance to be in it, and by every single chance, beating Georgia in the SEC championship game by putting them two, they would be able to do that. So I, I do not think with two losses, we've never had a two-loss team now. If a two-loss team was ever to make it, Alabama would be certainly that two-loss team. But I I do not see it. If Alabama loses, I don't care if it's a close game, I think they're going to be on the outside looking in again unless there is other havoc that is wreaked above them or below them, I should say. Yes. But right now, yes, the committee has basically said to them, you beat Georgia. You're at number two. You beat Georgia. You're in the playoffs. You're in this thing. So, uh, two losses. No, I I would say no shot there in it.
2: So, Mike, what the committee has also said: Oregon and Ohio State. If you right. both win out, we're going to put that head to head. Like they, they put yep. Oregon one slot ahead of Ohio State. Both of you win out, that head to head is going to determine who makes the playoffs.
4: Yep, they're saying that as well. And I Good. what I. What I don't know, and, and you can't always use head-to-head because if you do, Stanford would be ranked high because they beat Oregon. I mean, right. so you, you can't always use head-to-head, though I haven't heard your guys' rankings yet, which scares me. Um, but but so, so you know, if Oregon and Ohio State are somewhat equal... But Ohio State's record, or I'm sure, schedule is going to be much tougher. Where they still are picking up uh, Michigan State and Michigan. I mean, those are those are going to be tough games for them. But I do like now. I'm glad Oregon was ahead of Ohio State because they went to the horseshoe. They had down players, two starters, including including Thibodeau on defense that was out of that game, and they beat them. and And they just didn't squeak by. They beat them in that game. So I, I'm glad Oregon was ahead of Ohio State.
2: Mel Tucker. Michigan State next year or LSU? Who are you going with?
4: Wow. Wow. I think he stays at Michigan State and gets a nice bump in salary.
0: Wow. That's really? what I think
4: is going to happen. Yeah. The old
0: Gruden move.
4: Yeah, because listen, I mean they they're, they're going to make a change sooner or later in Michigan with a coach, with Harbaugh because he's just not beating the teams there. So, who are you contending with most? Whoever, you know, Michigan and Ohio State. You know, you go to the SEC, it's a, it's a little more difficult to do. So, I I would they'll obviously talk, but I think Michigan unless Michigan state basically says, "Listen, we're not giving you any more money, you know, right. so do what you got to do." And then he may go, but I think he ends up staying and and making a a a buttload of money for staying
2: all right the bcs the billy chris you yeah here we go um to make mike's head explode uh billy do you want to start us off here with our uh, bcs we met for over three and a half hours last night mike uh, Uh, pouring over stats and figuring this thing out
4: can i quickly do this uh for those that may not have written down like i did Mm. your first your first rankings can i read the top five of that where are you starting you starting at one yeah, well, you, like
2: we always. always
4: start at one. Yeah, yeah of course. Okay, yeah. all right. Your last, the last time we did this, your initial rankings, you had Texas A and M at one, yep. Florida at two, uh-huh. Georgia at three, Ooh. Cincinnati at four, and Ohio State at five. So oh, that's oh boy, that's what we're hmm. going off of right now. Oh, who things have changed. it was at, six. Yeah, who was six, at six. Six, six. was uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, okay. Seven was Alabama. Eight was Iowa, tied with Michigan. Nine was Michigan State, and ten was Coastal. And then you put the Coast Guard at 11. Mike, let me just tell you.
2: Yeah, let me just tell you on behalf of the BCS of of, all three of us, uh, there's been a lot of movement, a lot of Mm -hmm. shake Uh, up. You think? Yeah, a lot of (laughs) movement, (laughs) a lot
1: of shake up. Uh, Billy, take us away. Here we go. All right, we got to do this quick, Mike. Now, exciting announcement. Seven teams are now in the playoffs, so we've expanded to seven. All right, number one. (laughs) Cincinnati. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They lead the NCAA in WLWWSOOTTCCWTPBWTCDICTODTPTTOTSAGTJD. We like what we've seen out of them. They can't control who they play, but when what they can do is control their own destiny. They played the teams on their schedule and got the job done
4: boy i'm glad you read that slow Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) good job out of you very very good yeah it was (laughs) it was listen i am stunned that they did not make the other you know uh committee's top four so I, i doubt i'd have them at one but i would have them in the top four so i'm glad you guys put them there
2: all right number two uh we have georgia the bulldogs out of the sec Uh, They lead the country, Mike, in two very important categories. Most people would have them, number one. We don't. They lead the country in P.S., play somebody, and P.P.S., please play somebody.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's short and sweet right there. I like that. I like that.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) All right, number three. Yes. Texas AM. and m Oh yeah. God! Still oh, seriously? Oh, little, a, a little, Come slide on. for the Aggies, but they still lead the country in our most important metric, BA. Mm. They beat Alabama.
4: <laughs> you don't even have Alabama in your top three, though. So what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let it play out. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Mm. All um, right. Number four, Mike, out of the ACC, we have Wake Forest. Wow. The Demon Deacons. They lead the country in TD, the Deeks. Okay. They also lead the country in ITWCTWBREH. If they were Clemson, they would be ranked even higher. Mm. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That th- th- this team
4: is unde- <laughs> undefeated, undefeated, and ranked number nine in, in the country. I mean, there are one, two, three, four teams ahead of them that have a loss. I mean, just complete disrespect from the other committee. You guys are giving them some well-deserved respect.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) All right, number five, Mike, Oklahoma. They were punished for their W-T-O-S-Y-L-I-T-S-F. We're tired of seeing you lose in the semifinals. Yeah,
4: yeah. You kind of could put that for Notre Dame too, couldn't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> if, they, if they were in it. Right, that's right. A, at least that's the closest one. You In your fr- other, last poll, you had Oklahoma at six. Now you have them at five. They've actually yeah. picked up a spot. They jumped.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, go ahead with number six. Ah, uh, number six. It is a slight shock here. UTSA. Oh, wow. Ah, uh, the roadrunners out of the Conference USA. Meet, me. They're tied for the league lead in G-O-A-O-E-W, going 1-0 each week.
4: <laughs> what the f*** are you guys doing? <laughs>
1: Amy, what do you, what do you Amy? mean? 1-0 each mean? week, undefeated. They
4: weren't even in your initial rankings, and now uh, you have them number six?
0: Ah, big the Roadrunners. Yeah,
1: big, big jump. Big yeah. jump. I mean, mm-hmm. you want
2: Cincinnati in there, but you don't want
1: them?
0: I
2: mean, yeah. what's
4: going on? No, mm-hmm. no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs>
2: I mean, Mike, you play the schedule. You play the team in front of you. That's all Mm -hmm. you can do. Oh
4: my God! The other ones, I can kind of have some fun with that one. Mm. Good Lord! All Mm -hmm. right,
2: let's go. (laughs) Let's go to number seven, Michigan State out of the Big Ten, Sparty Party. Perhaps should be higher, but they lead the country in two major categories, Mike. TLIC, their loss is coming, and (laughs) WHDBT, we hate the Big Ten. (laughs) How about that?
4: Wow, you guys are are anti-Big Ten.
2: I mean, who likes the Big Ten? I mean...
4: Wow, I thought Michigan State would be a little higher, and I thought mm-hmm. you would give them a little bit of love for dumping Michigan. You know, the 40. only
2: the the only reason I consider giving them love is because Michigan State and Michigan, for the first time, a Big Ten play- game was played that looked like it was from this
1: century.
4: I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, You know what? I I I have to agree with you on that one. That's very true. Very
1: All true. right, number eight, Mike. We're headed to the OLI. First team in the OLI alabama that's the outside looking in by the way uh, yeah i figured
4: that out I, yeah. i'm getting your guys lingo pretty well they lead the
1: country in l-b-r-w-a-k-t-g-t-g-i-b-w-n-t-b-s-d-h-s-w-l-t-o-f-n-a-w-m-t-i-t-l-w boy read it slow billy let's be real we all know they're going to get in but we need to build some drama here. So we're leaving them out for now and we'll move them in the last week.
4: Yeah, I get it. The committee did just <laughs> the other committee did just the opposite. They said, We're gonna put you in now and give you every chance to stay in it. You guys are building the drama. I do like that. I like because that would have been something had the other committee had the guts to put Alabama on the outside and everybody go, Holy shit, what are they doing? Yeah, so you and you guys did. So I kudos to you for that. Yeah, but we all know they're getting in. <laughs> <Well>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: a point. Number nine. Ah, the Oregon Ducks. Despite mm. having one of the most impressive wins of the season over Ohio State, we're concerned about their TPT, GS, They play their games late at night, so we rarely catch the entire thing.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Pac-12 is Pac-12, man. That's what happens. And you'd call it a good win against Ohio State. Hell, you guys don't even have Ohio State in your top nine.
0: Well, ah, I'm, the O O L I, the outside, outside looking in. Yeah, double I outside. think so. Yeah, double. Number double ten, double. 10 Ohio I'm, State uh, Buckeyes. There it is. While not looking overly impressive this season, they have a very strong T R J H M C C W T I I. These rankings just have more
1: credibility when they're in it.
4: <laughs> so, for you guys, if Ohio State runs the table, are they going to be in your playoffs?
1: We'll see. There's time.
2: See. Yeah, yeah. It, d- it depends what Oregon does, you know?
4: I still can't believe you have Texas A&M in there because they beat Alabama, yet you dropped Alabama a slot, yet you still give Texas A&M credit for beating them. Oh, they yeah. beat them, you know?
2: yeah. All right, my final one, O-O-L-I, outside, outside looking in, is the Air Force Academy. And of course, so they come in at number 11. They lead the country in T-Y-F-Y-S. Thank you for your service. I will never
4: argue that. I will never argue that. (laughs) I know last time was the Coast Guard, this time the Air Force. I played against it for four years and, and could not, in a serious note, could not wait to run across the field at the end of it and tell them to thank you for what they're about to do for all of us. So those were always meaningful games to me, so you can rank those guys wherever you want. I'm not arguing.
2: I mean, that Cincinnati-Wake Forest matchup's going to be a doozy, huh?
4: <laughs> wow. Oh, the ratings for that one.
2: <laughs> God, my week
5: was so awful.
2: Was it 0-5 awful? Yes. Java. I mean,
5: unbelievable. You have four. You have four backup quarterbacks that go win, and they beat one of them beats Tom Brady. Really? <laughs> I was like, you gotta be shitting me. You know what I call that job? I call it football. That's just football. Yeah. <laughs> this week was crazy. Did you see the one dude he bet? He put a thousand dollars on Mike, by whatever the f- his name is, to lead the league in passing this week, and he won 126 grand. That's a great bet. 125 to one, and he put a thousand bucks. He. He's got to have Biff Sports Almanac because there's no way you bet a 1000 bucks on that guy.
2: Wait, so Billy
1: has a fix for you, Java. You're going to like this, Java. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you are going to pick the games that we're picking this week. So you can choose the games that you like and then like you it. can choose the winners. And then Mojo and Chris are going to have to choose the games that you've picked. Like okay, it. well, hold on. Let me go to them right now. I'll send you a link and then we could choose the games from there. See,
5: you know what, Billy? It's like, it, I don't think it matters with how bad last week was. It was awful. It was so
1: bad. I feel like, oh,
5: real funny, wait, Mojo, wait, shut uh, up. Wait, hold on, Mojo.
2: Hold on, Mojo. Jabba, are you saying that it was so bad you don't want the lines? You just want no? It? <laughs> yeah, just I'm not even I'm literally this.
5: I'm just going to go one or two, I'm not even going to over. Like, I literally have my other computer up looking at stuff. And I'm like, why am I even looking? Give me one more week to try to redeem myself, and if I don't come back
6: next week, then I'll pick them. I would say it's impressive to go 0 five. That's not—I mean, <laughs> if you tried to go in 0 five, you probably wouldn't have been able to. That's tough to do. I mean, I was close to it last week. I went one and four last week. I was actually pretty upset this week because I was riding high. I went to a three and zero start, and then I lost the last two. The Bucks let me down and the Patriots blew out uh whoever the hell else I picked I can't even remember let me down I thought I was going to go 5 and 0 oh. Yeah I got the hard ones right I thought Here's the thing. I would ask Chris
2: Gronkowski to uh, to gloat about his 15 and seven record and talk shit to you, but I have a feeling that's not his game either. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, job shame, no.
6: Trash talk coincides with a strong promo game for sure. More or less the same thing.
1: Is Chris the quiet Gronk? Him and Glenn are
6: are pretty quiet, but when they all get going, Chris will be the craziest. Really. Real. I've seen Chris. Uh, we were on the grunt cruise, actually, which that could get you another month worth of worth of episodes. That whole thing, yes, probably more than that. But there was a comedian doing a set. On the Grand Cruise, and, and Chris had a lot of waters, we'll say that day. And he <laughs> went on stage because he thought the comedian wasn't funny. Oh god. And snatched the mic out of his hands. <laughs> and the uh the comedian signaled for security to come grab him and give him the mic back. And Chris just like ripped his shirt off and started flexing at the security, so they just didn't want to mess with him. So he just took over the comedy show. didn't even make one joke. He kind of just was lumbering around with the microphone. And <laughs> that was that. We didn't really know what to do afterwards. Mojo, do you remember the name of the comedian? I do not. Okay. But you can dime him out. Th- yes, you do. Don't lie. I oh, no, I'll find out. You know I throw him under the so we can get him on the show. Uh, we probably have to dig, but I can tell you there were some, uh, some heavy hitters on that ship. Waka Flocka did some wild things. We had DJ Who Kid, Flo Rida, um, Sammy Adams, uh, Brooke Evers. There were some other Gorilla Zoe. Um, of course, yours truly was going ham. I actually broke the metal detector on the way in. I was too hyped, ran through it, busted it. That ship was insane. All right. Uh, paint the picture of you breaking the metal detector, please. What the <laughs> fuck happened? There was just a long line in, and we were like, they were making everyone go through the metal detectors, and we just got all hyped up. And I got down in a three-point stance, and I was just—I I swear I didn't mean to like <laughs> knock it over. I just meant to run through it. I don't know. I thought it'd be funny or something. And uh, I also—I think I was using it as an excuse to cut the line without, you know, just gimmicking it up there yeah. but yeah i went to go run through and as you can see by my lack of sleeves, i have very wide shoulders and i guess i just mismeasured there and just clocked the thing it went flying five feet over kind of exploded and <laughs> that was that i guess they just let me on after that i don't really remember what happened afterwards was rob mortified when chris did that or he loved it no everybody thought it was hilarious <laughs> that shit was destroyed they said they've had the craziest rock bands on there. They said they've never had someone cause as much destruction. Said we're banned for life. They'd never do a promotion with us again. All this and that. It was it was pretty bad. We broke a lot of things on that thing. Rob oh. Rob had his share of trouble. Me and Rob almost got thrown in the brig because they said we were throwing bottles off the ship, but we weren't. We were being good people and pouring shots from the upper deck down to oh, the
1: people duh.
6: on the lower deck. And they, you know, whatever. So they threw you in the brig. Okay. <laughs> they didn't. They, they tried. Apparently, they had our faces in the employee lounges on wanted posters. My <laughs> brother and Waka Flocka went looking for something to eat or something, but they somehow stumbled into the employees' quarters and they saw the wanted signs everywhere.
2: Job but what happened to B.J. Upton? He's still ghosting you? <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> I mean, if I can get a hold of Roger
2: Goodell faster, than I can probably get a hold of B.J. Did you guys have an eventful Halloween? Like how, uh, job anything from Halloween that you want to share? No? You Absolutely not. <laughs> well, no, I
5: mean, no, honestly. <laughs> my son's 15, so it's really kind of just hang out with buddies, and it was a Sunday, so it really wasn't. Mojo, anything for you?
6: Was off in uh, Smashville this weekend, had some fun. I mean, not like best house party ever, kind of crazy to uh, tell you about, but Nashville's a pretty wild city, man. I love a good themed bar, man. Mix it up. Uh, give me the coolest theme bar you've ever been to. There's one in um, in New
5: York. It's you got to be a somebody, which is stupid. But <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget. We're, we're sitting in there. You go through like this door, and then you go through another door, and it's the dead ass middle of winter. And this dude comes walking in in all white, and I'm like, who in the? F-? It's Quincy Jones, and. Behind him was Keyshawn Johnson, and I'm like, I'm in the wrong place. I don't know where I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't, I definitely don't belong here. I'm in like some Adidas shoes and a, a t shirt. These guys are with mink coats and seven piece suits, and I'm like, ah, oh, this, this ain't where I need to be.
6: <laughs> I'm with you on that. If I can't wear Zubas and a sleeveless or no shirt at all, I don't really want to go there. That was the one thing I never got.
5: Like, we literally had to wear suits on the road for the Yankees and the Tigers. But we'd never go outside. Literally, no one ever sees us unless we're in the clubhouse because we literally go from home into our car, we park underground, walk into the stadium, get undressed, do your interview after, and that's probably the only time they see you in a suit. Then you get on your own plane, get on a bus, and walk into a hotel. Nobody ever sees you. When I signed with the Royals and we could wear just regular name – a button-up or a polo, I was like, this is fantastic because I'm wasting all this money on suits when nobody ever sees you.
2: Who on the Yankees besides you was most annoyed? Because I imagine Jeter always wants to wear a suit. So who on the Yankees was most annoyed? Actually, it's suit? it's
5: funny. He, ro- he literally, like, rotated 10 shirts all year. He would wear a suit, obviously, to and from the plane, and he would always wear a suit opening day, and that's the only time he'd ever wear a suit.
2: The legend has it is that if you went to a Jeter party, you would have to drop your cell phone into a bag. You wouldn't get it back until, until you left the party. Had you had it, you to? A de- yeah. Yeah. But
5: he never took our
2: phones away. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, no,
5: <laughs> I remember, I remember when he first, he first built his house in Tampa and he, he put a movie theater in and he had a deal where he could get the movies that were in the theater But he only had like, as soon as he put it in his professional, whatever it was, it only had 24 hours. And then the movie would erase. But yeah, I mean, we would, we'd go over there and watch movies. And like, you were at the movie theaters, legit the movie theater. He had
1: self-destructing movies.
5: Yeah. I, I guess it was something that it was encrypted. And so he was getting it from actually like, I guess the movie company. And as soon as he had like a professional movie thing. And once it went in,
2: it, like, was done in, like, 24 hours. Let's ditch uh, the uh, BJ Upton idea and go with the Derek Jeter idea. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at that point, I think we got a better shot of getting BJ. <laughs> <laughs> what,
4: what,
1: what would happen if you were to text Derek Jeter, hey, what's up? Like, how long do you think it would be before he responded to you, if ever?
5: It's, I mean, it's crazy because sometimes it's fast and then sometimes it's, like, a week. Mm. It just, I mean, it just kind of depends probably right now, obviously with everything that's about to go on with the bargaining agreement starting, well, ending December 1st. So he's probably getting a little busy with that. But other, other than that, there'd be times where it's like just checking in or something and it's right back to you. And then there's other times you're like, this fool got a new number and
2: didn't give it to
1: me. All right, so we'll How pencil about- him in for December 5th, more or yeah, less. Yeah, you'll
2: get it done, shop. <laughs> you'll get it done. We'll pencil, we'll pencil PJ in after, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's on
5: the back burner now.
1: Chris, You're do you remember to- what comedian you ran up on stage and stole a microphone from <laughs> on the grounds? Ah, thank you,
2: That
7: man. guy
1: hates me. Yeah.
4: You know the guy's I name. Imagine
7: why. Me. We'd have to look it up. I, I have no idea. That was like the first event, too, of the whole weekend. Oh, my right. God. And, uh, yeah, man, a lot of people were just excited to be there. I was one of them.
2: All right, let's go uh, Vikings at Ravens, okay? Vikings at Ravens. Ravens are favored by six points. And, uh, Mojo, we start with you. Go ahead.
6: Maryland all day, baby. Give me the Ravens. Ah.
2: All right, Jabba. I'm going
5: Ravens, fingers crossed. Okay, Chris, are hey.
6: Vikings. <laughs> hey,
7: both of them going Ravens.
2: Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and pick opposite, pal.
7: Ravens coming off a of bye week? They're coming off bye?
2: Yeah, I think the Ravens are coming off a of bye, actually. Yes. Yes.
7: Vikings just got spanked. Yeah.
6: Man, no wonder he keeps winning every week. He knows I'll everybody's bye weeks and who's hurt. What the hell is right. going on? You didn't That's- even know we were picking against the spread. I, mean- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know we're picking against the spread. I picked the Ravens because I rep Maryland. Uh, uh,
7: I'll go. Uh, I'm, going I'm going Ravens here.
2: All right, you're taking the Ravens.
6: All
7: right, yeah, at home. Yeah,
2: we'll go. Uh, we'll go. Jabba first here. We have the Bengals at home. They lost to the f- Jets guys. Okay? Oh, Mike <laughs> White. Mike White, how about that? So you have uh, Bengals minus three over the Cleveland Browns. Jabba, you go first.
5: Oh, gotta go Bengals. Obviously, Burrow has ties to Nebraska, and their head coach was our quarterback at one time. So I'm gonna go Bengals.
2: All right, that makes sense. I like the logic there. Um, let's, <laughs> yeah. No, listen, it's better. We, <laughs> whatever it's the only think thing I, I got. Me,
5: right? Yeah, I'm go. I'm going away from acting like, hey, let's. They're gonna be good. I'm just going off some random shit that makes sense to me because obviously last week didn't work.
2: Perfect. <laughs> uh, perfect. It's a good strategy. All right. Uh Chris, who you going with?
7: I'll go, I'll go Bengals here too. Bounce back game. Okay. Bengals bounce back. Uh, uh
6: Mojo, who you going with? Yeah, the Bengals lost to the Jets. There's no way they let this uh let this go unchecked. So usually I would pick the other team just to disagree with my friends here, but seeing as how many games this has cost me in previous weeks, we'll just go ahead and pick the battles. <laughs> I feel like this is a
2: contest, like there should be a prize at the end for the winner, like a coin perhaps. <laughs> well, maybe it
6: should start from now. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> well Java wasn't on in the earlier weeks and you know now we're all together and it's a thing so
1: there's Listen, my we, can, we can start <laughs> sorry Chris this we're with... starting from here <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: all right man I still got confidence in myself
2: <laughs> I love it all right let's go to uh let's go to the next game Eagles at home the Eagles are uh, a one-point underdog at home taking on the LA Chargers we will go to uh Chris Gronkowski first here Chris who do you have
7: oh man Wow, that's a tough one. I'll take I'll take Chargers here. All right, Chargers.
2: Let's go to uh, let's go to Mojo here. Chargers too. Mm. Jabba, I need to disagree man. with Chris. Home dog, Jabba. I'm going Eagles, baby. Suck it, Chris. Yeah. There it is, baby.
6: There we yes. go. <laughs> yes.
2: All right, let's go to uh, 49ers at home, taking on the Cardinals. It's pick 'em. 49ers at home really? against the Cardinals. That seems <laughs> how is that even possible? Jabba, go
5: ahead. I I have no idea. Obviously, they've lost some guys. The Cards have, but I just I where do they get a pickup from this one? But I'm not. Like, I'm going Cards for sure. All right, mm-hmm.
7: cards.
2: Let's go to uh, let's <laughs> mojo shaking his head. <laughs> cards, baby. Man. Lock me in. I'll go next. Sure. All right, man. Chris. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers
7: are garbage at home, too.
2: Well, listen, I mean, th- that's as of today. If we did this three days from now, it might be different.
7: I'm taking Cardinals.
2: All right, Cardinals. Um, all right, final game: Titans at Rams. Rams, man, they might be the best football team. Oof. The good NFL. god i know um and the titans just lost derrick henry yeah mm-hmm. so we're minus seven this is why the spread is what it is rams oh. are favored at home by seven and a half mojo you first
6: yeah rams for sure losing derrick henry man that's it rams are rolling
2: okay uh, uh java who do you have here
5: yeah rams i mean obviously losing henry and then granted von miller isn't the von miller from Three, four years ago, but still adding him to that defense is, uh, that's not fun for the other side, especially now that right. they don't have Derrick Henry. So, yes. Rams.
2: Uh, all right. I, I have a feeling, Chris, I mean, you're tempted to take the, uh, the man. Devils, aren't you? <laughs> Are you
7: it's doing? hard to take him here, man. He was like 70% of their offense.
2: They got Adrian oh. Peterson, man.
7: Did they sign him? <laughs> they signed him? Yeah. yeah. They did. Oh, they yeah. did. But I don't know he's yeah. going to play this week. Yeah, he'll play. He, I mean, but that's, that's not even close to the same. Uh, no, I'll go. I'll go Rams here. Okay, so y'all, all I mean, three, you have
1: the Rams. You're Man, all either three, gonna have a really good job. week or a really bad week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait,
6: did they go off on anything?
1: Just one. I, I did. Java, yeah. I Eagles. Java
2: did. Java
6: did. Right. <laughs> Wait, Dude, Chris otherwise and I have the same picks the whole thing? Yeah. Every game. Yeah. Yeah. We can't let this happen. We need we need
1: to repick something. All right, Mojo. So you First wanted game. to switch all First your game. picks?
6: Well, so, listen. Since Chris <laughs> is like
2: Chris is, you know, essentially the chip leader here. Okay, he should be able to keep his picks. So, Mojo, if anyone's going to change their picks, it would have to be you. Well, that's been my strategy. This Mojo, whole change
1: time. them all. Change them all. Change them all. Change them all, Mojo. I change them all, Mojo. To I it. dare you. Mojo, who gives a shit? Do it. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing on the line here, Mojo. There's
2: nothing on the exactly. line. Exactly. Right.
6: Are you changing all your pegs? Well, you dared me, didn't you?
1: If you're yeah. not daring <laughs> me,
6: I'm not going to do it because it's stupid. But if you're daring me, I'm going to do it. Mojo, yeah,
1: what's, but- a, what's the dumbest thing you've done on a dare?
6: Chris, you probably could answer this before I could.
7: No, he don't even have to get oh. dared. He just does it. That,
6: that's
2: <laughs> true. <laughs> That's listen, true. last week, if I asked if I told Job listen, you could change all your picks, he would have laughed at me the way you just did. But I bet you he'd mm-hmm. regret it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't regret it. He would have loved it. So are you changing all the picks here, Mojo? Did you dare me? I'm daring you to change all the picks. Change them all. Uh, Mojo, should we give Chris a chance here? How do you want to do this?
7: Mojo, get us, man, new. No chance, bro. Today. You've been
2: on fire today. You can cut your
7: own promo today, bro. No, wow, I need Chris, you, give, man.
2: Chris, give it a try. And and if you fail, then <laughs> that mojo will come in. <laughs> all right. All
7: right. <laughs> this is the worst part of the show for me. I
2: know you hate it. You hate it. You hate it. You hate it. It's our favorite part, by the way, just so you know.
7: But yeah, I, I like when, when mojo does it for me. It's a lot better. All
2: right, mojo, oh, go this, ahead. do it. For all right, me.
7: here we go. Here we go. This week. Okay. 5 p.m. Eastern time. There you go, Mojo. Uh, Jabba, that was for you. Eastern time. Live show.
6: <laughs> You're to a good start. What the hell happened? What is that?
7: All right, Mojo. Take it over, man. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Bro, you had it. Yo, the
7: Grox live. 5 p.m. Eastern. Rob G will be on. Maybe the one and only time. Come ask live questions. We'll answer some of them the hype man might join who knows but um yo show we got to take it to the next level so we need you guys
6: all right, Mojo, go ahead. Well, it might be the debut of the Gronks this week, baby, because last week there were tech issues, so y'all heard nothing. So even though it's week two, it's actually week one, and the main man, Robbie G, is going to be on the show for the one time, for the only time this year, because after this week, it's back to nonstop. Chris Grant promos all day, every day. So watch the episode where somebody else will do the talking.
2: Uh, Mojo, promote your 19 companies that you're involved (laughs) with.
6: Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, I'm rocking with Super Jeweler again, because this chain is too sweet. Check out their Instagram page. They're doing giveaways literally every single day through the holidays. So if you want to get something for free to give your loved ones and you don't want to pay for it, boom, go to their Instagram page. Leave some likes and comments. That's all you got to do. And round two, check out Beyond Protocol, investment tips, not advice, courtesy of Mojo. Check them out. Killing it. Make some money.
2: Love you guys. Uh, we'll do this again next week. Good luck with the picks. Next week, uh, we're hoping for Steve Aoki, a DJ, a comedian, uh, perhaps Commissioner, Gale, and maybe Derek Cheater. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the three of you, get the hell out of here. Good luck with, the, <laughs> good luck with everything you're promoting. Jabba and just being Jabba, okay? Sounds good. We'll see you guys. Billy, there's some news this morning outside of the Jets having three quarterbacks. There is some news. Four quarterbacks. Uh, four quarterbacks, according yeah. to you. Yes, I'm sorry about that. And you know what they say when they have four quarterbacks, Billy? When a team has four, right? Depth. But uh, listen, I might actually have three. I, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, that was so I, I know time. you don't. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it looks like, according to reports, Dan Graciano who <laughs> reported it four times uh, on three separate shows in the span of three minutes. Okay, he did that this morning. Okay. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns are working on a contract buyout, which would essentially mean that Odell Beckham Jr. can choose any team. Odell may have won out here. A lot of people were surprised wasn't traded at the deadline. The Browns tried to trade him. No one wants that contract. They overpaid him. And so now Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, might be flatly released. And if he is, and it seems to be the case, it seems like it will happen today, he will be able to choose, Billy, his next destination.
1: So it worked. His dad's plan worked.
2: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, By the way, LeBron was part of that plan, and LeBron is now out a week. (laughs)
1: Doesn't he have more important things to do than meddle in the Odell Beckham business? Like stay in shape for your own sport.
2: I mean, he's out a week and a half now for the Lakers. How about that?
1: Who do you think's in better shape, LeBron or Al Roker?
2: Al Roker. <laughs> Put it on the poll. Who's in better shape? LeBron James, Al Roker. It's a strong poll question right there. Uh who do you think?
4: <laughs> I think
2: it's the Le- I think it's LeBron. I'm gonna go out on a limb. You're gonna say LeBron. So yeah. anyway, Odell Beckham Jr. has has a chance here to go wherever he wants. Now LeBron's out in L.A. He and LeBron are very close. The Rams are very good. The Rams, I don't know how they have any money left. It seems like they've put together a Pro Bowl roster. I,
1: I don't understand how the salary cap works. I, uh, I just,
2: listen, you, you and I should keep our eye
1: on McFay. There is something shady going on out there. Oh, agree? wow. I, right? I, I don't, no, I don't agree, but I'll keep an eye on the situation. Something how, does shady? Get, how does he get all these players? How the Buccaneers get everybody that they want? Fair point. I um, think OBJ ends up in Tampa. You can take your eye off of
2: LA now. You made a good point. Okay, there's <laughs> no that. way
1: he'd go to Tampa, right? He'd never get the ball. There's too many weapons.
2: But I'm just, I just—I don't want you—I don't want your eyes to waste their time. You can, okay, you thank take you. Take him off Sean McVay. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what were you asking me about Tampa? Yeah, Tampa would be a great spot. Although
1: no, there's too many weapons. He's never going to get the ball there.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm thinking, but Billy. LeBron, one of his best friends, is out in LA. Mm -hmm. I think Odell's from the LA area, okay? And so maybe Odell to the LA Rams, perhaps? Because, Billy, you have to keep in mind, whatever he's negotiating right now, it's gonna be a buyout. The Browns are essentially gonna pay him for the rest of this year, okay? Mm -hmm. And what they're negotiating is the other years left on that contract, all right? And so, I mean, the LA Rams, maybe, with Stafford, McFay, Where would you go if you were Odell and you could choose any single team right now?
1: I'm trying to to see if he was in L.A. because he was born in Louisiana.
2: Oh, he was? Yeah. Did I confuse Louisiana and L.A.? The L.A.?
1: (laughs) God bless initials.
2: God bless initials, (laughs) Philly.
1: So he should go to the Saints. (laughs) Yeah, Sure. (laughs) But LeBron's not there. You're right. Unless he goes to the Pels. Ooh, it's a good point by you. A little reunion tour. Anthony Davis, LeBron to the Pels to end things yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Odell, of course, to the Saints. Right, so you have Odell first. He makes the first
2: move. He goes to the Saints. And then LeBron and Davis ask for a buyout and they go to the Pels.
1: Mm hmm. Just okay. to end his career as a Pel. Like LeBron's always wanted. Yeah. And then they leave, they leave Dwight and Russ and Mello out in LA. No, but seriously.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, where oh, where we're going to be serious. I want to be just for a minute. I'm, I'm, like I'm asking you, the, it's the first time I've asked you a serious football I'm question.
1: I'm <laughs> not prepared for this. Where does he go? I don't know.
2: I, I mean, want you to he'd think want, about. Oh, he oh, want to back win. Back? I would think, right? He would want to win, and he wants touches. So I am wondering. Like you don't go to Green Bay, you might go to L. A., maybe go to Dallas. He can go anywhere he wants to go. Um... And so I'm just trying to think about what would be the perfect team. I'll, this is what I would do. I would go to Cincinnati. That's mm-hmm. where I would go. Cleveland would be so pissed off if Odell Beckham Jr. went to Cincinnati. I believe in the same division, paired up with Jamar Chase, playing with Joe Burrow, and I have them in the Super Bowl.
1: That's it. That's where I'd go. That's it. They're in the Super Bowl.
2: Yes. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> are you
2: checking to see if they're in the same division? I am. They are confirmed All right, good we'd have to redo that <laughs> god bless football god bless odell beckham senior yep uh and god bless you billy gill oh thanks you got it good luck this week in uh draft kicks, okay
1: that's a lost cause
2: uh, by the way, I hired a, a private investigator. I believe all your records for me and Stu, you gots are wrong. Okay. And, and so I have someone looking into it this week. I will report back next week on God Bless Football. Okay?
1: Absolutely fine with that.
2: Okay. I mean, listen, I could have just went back and listened to everything I sent you, but I didn't. I hired someone to do it for me. Okay? I mean, that's eight weeks of football right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Talk to you next week, Stu Gots.
2: God bless that Rogan.